Welcome, you fucking freaks. It's the Paul Verzi Podcast. Aren't you excited for another podcast? Folks, welcome back to the <laughs> Verzi Effect Podcast show. My name is Paul Verzi. I have, um, you know, I was trying to get somebody for the podcast this week. Uh, I was trying to get a, a name. You know, I was trying to get a, a good friend, a great comic, and I just, so I couldn't do it. So I had to settle. Oh, jeez. I had to settle. Uh, you know, I don't know. You might have heard of this guy. He's done uh, Letterman uh, multiple times. He's been on HBO. He's done just, you know, little things here and there. Uh, I'm kidding, folks. Uh, once again, making his second appearance on the Verzi Effect. He's just joshing. I'm joshing you. Uh, You're too close. Look how big the fucking all right. wavy lines are. All I right. told you not to lean in. All right, all right, all right. You're anyway. I'm a leaner. I'm a leaner. <laughs> I'm sitting here uh, with my buddy doing the second Verzi Effect appearance, Bill Burr. Thank you again. What's going on? Uh, from beautiful, lovely New Brunswick, <laughs> New Jersey. New Jersey. Uh, well, we Verzi <laughs> does not like New Jersey. Yes, and everybody you, knows that's that. That's funny. Your last name rhymes with Jersey. Everybody you knows. could have been that guy. I'm Verzi from Jersey. Uh, it yeah, could have been your opening line. That, that sounds like a name of a comic that would be like a stern guy. Paul, it's, you look so bridge and tunnel, it's ridiculous. No, I don't. You do. No, I you don't. You are Jersey. No, ugh, please. That first is, thing you I, I am to so do, not Jersey. First thing you wanted to do when we came here is you wanted to get something to eat. I well, mean, that's just, that. that's Jersey Shore. Well, I said, oh, <laughs> let's go get a hoagie. <laughs> Bada bing, let's go smush somebody. Oh, God. Those yeah, people should be fucking. Those are your people. No, they're not Stare my people. At, hey, you I'm, know what? There's a, a Jersey Shore for Irish Boston guys. What is it? They got this lobster boat. Going out to get lobsters, uh, in case you didn't know what a lobster serious? boat. Yeah, I'm not joking, but you know they, they got the uh, they got those ga the gay guys out there in Seattle go up and get the crab. Do you know all those guys are gay on those boats? No, they're, they're not. all gay. Dude, why else would you go out the ocean that fucking long? Are you really making that much money on crab? They're embarrassed. It's terrible, dude. It's terrible. They ought to be able to live their lives. But anyways, they go out there, they get the crab. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the answer now they're trying to have the the East Coast answer. To that, they're like, okay, people like seeing guys on 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 boats, trying to catch fish. So now they got a new one. It's called the uh, I think it's called the the lobster show, lobster boat. I don't know what it is, but it's really embarrassing. It's it's my Jersey Shore, dude. They they're so fucking dumb. Like twelve times in one episode, they didn't tie the crates down right, and they almost fell over and dragged somebody, almost dragged somebody to the bottom to their death. And the most they can come up with is, dude, that sucked. <laughs> That's all they get. <laughs> They're all fucking negative. The, Dude, cap the actually, captain is listening to the weather forecast going, yeah, great, you fucking cocksucker. Why didn't you fucking say that yesterday? <laughs> it's just like, that's your captain? They, they should have a show like that. I would like to watch that better than these fucking morons on, on Jersey Shore. You know, And they're in Italy. They're, they're, not, they're in Italy, man. Who are? Like, the, the Jersey Shore cast is yeah. living pl in this plush, lavish fucking place in Italy, they, and the locals are fucking mortified by it. They are, and you know what? It's going to add to the nationalism. That goes on over there. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna be see. This is what happens when when 100% true-blooded Italians go over to that cesspool America and they, <laughs> and they breed with all those other nationalities. Look how dumb they got. Oh That's what they're gonna say. Oh, they were born here. They're from Jersey. They're from New Jersey. Listen, here's my thing with Jersey. I don't have a problem. So I have a lot of friends and family in Jersey. So I don't want to come across a shit on where they live. Uh, but somebody's got a family event coming up. No, 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 no. But <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to cover your tracks. No, but you have to be honest. The ride down here, you have Dude, to be. Those lines are way too fucking big. That looks like you're on coke right now. If that was a fucking heart. Really? Yeah. This. You don't want it to be this loud. 
All right. Yeah. Anyways, somebody um, fucking keeps yanking them yeah, off. Yeah, but I don't want to sound. I don't want to on a treadmill. I don't want to sound like we're that far away either. Dude, um, if it's fucking, the, look at that. If it's gonna be that high up, this is fucking hilarious. I'm staring at two cupcakes on this table, which we're gonna get to in a second. But uh, but no, no, no. You got to admit the drive down from New York, seeing all that smoke, shit. all that smoke coming out of those fucking pipes. And that disgusting fucking, all that, that swamp that we drove through. I know there's nice neighborhoods. I'm just not a fan of it. You know, my mother, it's funny, my mother-in-law wants me to move there. Yeah, but you judge all of New Jersey on the drive to Newark Airport, which is, that's the <laughs> ugliest part of it. All right? All that right. would be like judging Joe DeRose's comedy by having him take his shirt off. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I always trash Joe. Joe is a degenerate. My life has never been the same since he came into it, okay? I've done nothing but help him. And all he's done is just thrown it back in my face. The amount of times I set him up with a network meeting and he showed it up blind drunk, I'm uh, telling you. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. In a leopard skin sport coat. No. Uh. no, Joe is very dependable in case any industry is listening to this. Yeah, I'm sure there's tons. Um, hurricane Bill, it's coming. It isn't. It's coming. Here's the thing. This Hurricanes is, hate no, the me, South. Let me, let me tell you. They don't like rednecks. They're attacking them, and then it's going to hit the fucking ground. It's going to all those All those fucking Winnebago's and trailers, you know, and their, their meth labs and their whiskey jugs. It always slows the fucking storm down. It's going to rain here, Paul. I don't know. You know, here's the thing. My wife wakes me up this morning to, babe, babe, we're not going on vacation to Maryland. There may be an evacuation. And then she goes, listen... I know your buddy Bill's in town. Does he need a place to stay? That's how I woke up. She's like, we need to get gas, and oh. we need to get... And I'm going, babe, babe, you have to relax. You should think about these people on the news. They're going out and they're buying, like, gallons of milk. It's like, if there is a flood, that's going to drag you to the bottom, you fucking moron. I don't understand people. It's like, you can survive. I was talking, we were talking about this in the way out. You can survive for 30 days without food. Is you that true? Be, dude, yes. I don't know if that's true, man. If you've got a, nice, days you've got a, a fucking... bag of rice... And you put a couple of shoulder harnesses on it, right? You can you can fucking run. You can just swim right through the river with it. You'll be fine. That's, that's Dude, I don't know shit about surviving a, a hurricane, but you don't need gallons of milk. You don't. All right? Just go get yourself, you know, maybe a package of Oreo cookies. <laughs> You're going to be fine. A couple of DVDs. You're going to be fine. The funniest thing was I said, I called, I called Bill up today before we got going, and I go, dude, uh, this hurricane, man, what do you think? And you go, it's going to rain. That's where it always happens. It rains. They're covering their asses. They're First of all, they're going for ratings, and then the state is covering their asses because they left let everybody uh, high and dry down in New Orleans. That'll be hilarious, dude. If they, if you had a bunch of fucking those Jersey Shore people standing on the roofs of their houses, <laughs> their blowouts all matted down onto their faces, that would really make me laugh. You gonna dig into that fucking cupcake? Yeah. So 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 this is what happens. I pick I pick Bill up in the city today. And he goes, oh, dude, I got you a cupcake. I got some cupcakes from this. What's the name of the bakery? Magnolia. It's the one that the chicks on Sex in the City go to. Okay, it's the bakery that the chicks from Sex in the City oh, go to. dude, you got to have a bite of that uh, and then right. shut your face. It's uh, fucking delicious. Right. Good, here you go. Paul Versey. Come on. Huh? It's a good cupcake. Exactly. Those oh, my God. Told you, those anorexic whores on that show, they know where to go. We're eating cupcakes now with chocolate frosting. And some sprinkles, and it's fucking delicious. If we were eight years old, this would be adorable. You know what's funny? But the fact that we're in our 30s and 40s, this now, is probably the gayest thing we could ever now, do. I feel like we just had a birthday party at McDonald's, and we're eight. You know, the funniest thing is we came upstairs, and, and Bill goes, we just had, we just ate in New Brunswick, and Bill goes, 
Ah, fuck. I forgot the cupcakes. You would have thought you would have thought, <laughs> you would have thought it's his wallet or his keys. <laughs> this One is one of the most embarrassing things about me. It's my sweet tooth. I'm just giving into it. You know what's funny is I, I wanted to go get one of these. Oh my god, this is fucking delicious. I, I felt like such a douchebag. I go walking into the bakery. It's me and like forty <laughs> soccer moms. And the only other guy I see walk in is this gay guy. Comes walking in, he has this look of guilt. The look of guilt a man has when he eats a fucking cupcake. And he came and he just got a napkin. And I just started laughing and go, that's me. Yeah, I'm man. that guy. I'm the straight version of that dude. Oh, my God. You have always had So I, I, I felt bad about it. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to buy three. I'm going to get one for DeRosa and one for Verzi, too. Because it's just funny. It's funny to buy another man a cupcake. So I come walking in to DeRosa's apartment waiting for you to pick me up. And, you know, Joe's just getting up because he's a degenerate, right? <laughs> I come walking in and I go, Joe, you know what? You're such a fucking sweetheart. I got you a cupcake. <laughs> oh, my. I'm not going to lie to you. My cupcake is done, folks, and it was absolutely fucking delicious. That, that was insane. killing. Let me ask you a question. What does a cupcake like that go for? Is it like a Starbucks yeah, man, coffee no, where they no, charge you five it, fucking dollars? It's three bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Three bucks. And you see these bras going in there. They're buying them for every girl at the office. That's a good is cupcake. Is this that time of the month for all of them? I don't know. Are they that, all ragging at the same time? That's a good cupcake. We just had a good meal. We were uh, in New Brunswick, and it was typical, like, okay, had tell to... Tell me you don't want seven more of those. Oh, that was... Like a fucking I wonder, You know how many calories that must be? All right, Paul. It's amazing. Are going to talk about our figures now? No. I'm just saying... Let me throw this shit out. Go ahead. Continue so, with the podcast. So, um, we just ate at... Uh, I forgot. I don't even know the name of the place we just ate it. But uh, we just, Guinea Marks. Yeah, <laughs> we just ate at Guinea Marks. <laughs> we. Uh, you know what's funny? There we, wasn't one fucking Italian in there. No, um, we ate at this place. But before we go in, we're we like, you know what? Bosnia. Let's try to let's try to get uh let's try to eat the greatest possible meal we could eat. Like we're we're trying to look on our phones. No, so for like, that's all you though. That is all me. Like I'm saying, no, you know what? New Brunswick. What's the greatest sandwich? And then it just got to the point where, like, by the time we end up doing that, let's just go in and eat. So we ate. We just had our cupcakes. And, uh, oh, Jesus. That's hilarious. Paul oh, has chocolate frosting all over his fucking pant legs. What'd you do to it? <laughs> Jesus. I got. I literally have chocolate frosting all over my jeans. Oh, really my God. Nice. My two-year-old son eats. <laughs> look at this. What you look like? I can't even go out in public. You look like you have on adult toddler <laughs> pants. <laughs> I need some cereal on there. Okay, folks, this episode 30, uh, Bill was back on the show episode 13. Now he's on episode 30. This is not going to be your... So, Bill, how is it fucking being a comic? Or Actually, you... If I have to do one more fucking podcast... <laughs> Bill, what is it like doing that? We're not going to sit here it. and talk about... We all, everyone I got just to... did the best interview you could ever do on comedy, and it was fucking awesome, and I had a great time uh, on Ron and Fez. Ron does uh, his his unmasked uh, show, and he interviewed me, and Jesus Christ, the stories he pulled out of me. Well, it's just like, you know what it is? How many times have you been on a podcast where someone says, so Bill, when did you get your start? When did you know you were going to, that's because not what we're doing. it's all comedians, and then they're yeah. interviewing comedians, and I, I, you know, there's people listening, because I don't listen to podcasts, there's people who, who listen to podcasts probably know more about comedy at this point than I do. <laughs> it's like, enough already. I want to hear something here from a gardener. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. If you want to hear that stuff we talked about on episode 13, we all got our starts. We all do this. We all get nervous. We all write. That's the fuck. Yeah. That's it. Do you write on stage? <laughs> Where do you, What's where do you... the craziest city you ever... <laughs> you know... What's uh, the worst set you ever had? <laughs> were you funny as a kid? 
Oh, that's the, always funny. Oh, that's people, the worst when somebody like says, well, you, you must have been the class clown. That's just the worst. Here's the best. When you leave yeah, as a class clown, everyone would have loved me. You know what? Getting laid, it would have been awesome. You know what? Yeah, you wouldn't need the acceptance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny? Coming out of a comedy club and an audience member goes, I got one for you. You could use it. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's nothing worse. That's yeah. not what we're doing here. What we Once in a while, you got to sacrifice a fan, and that's the guy. <laughs> that's what, if you're going to be rude, you're going to yeah, do you it. Pick that's him. the guy. Pick him. I got one for you. No, you don't. It's going to be, I just, if they're with somebody else, I'll just give them shit. No, but the best is when they go, right, right? You could use it, and you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, we're not doing that here. What we are doing here is we are going to shoot the shit about football. You are going to hear rants about the NFL, which is coming back. Are you psyched for September? Are you psyched for September 11th kickoff, Bill? Paul, I am so fucking fried from being on the road. I just want to go home. <laughs> I've been looking at pictures of my dog on my phone. That's how long I've been on the road. I was in Nashville last week, then I came here to New York, and now I'm in fucking New Jersey, and I just have to get through this weekend. If I can just get through this fucking weekend. And then, yeah. God help the son of a bitch who heckles me this weekend. If it uh, do, like, a nice thing, and I'm, I'm going to do the way over-correcting. You know what I mean? And I'm going to look like a dick. And I'm going to have to get the crowd back on my <laughs> what side. What did you call it? You're going to pull a baby snake? Yeah, pull a baby snake. Yeah, well, they inject all the venom. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to pull a baby snake where yeah. you don't hold back? Not at all. Uh, Not at all. So am I excited? I'm, I'm actually really excited about college ball. You got me into college football. I fucking football. love college football. What about the University of I love the boosters. I love the horse. Dude, I am so sick of these fucking... That guy is a... He's a... He, he's doing 20 years. He's doing 20 years. He thought he was friends with those guys. He bought He bought, he bought his friendship. Shit, shit, yeah. yeah. Now he went to jail. They don't give a shit. So he's trying to bring them down or trying to shave time off of his sentence. Just sit there and rot, you piece of shit. Did you see the thing on ESPN where it was like Kurt Herbstreet and like all those guys... Uh, uh, the guy from the all the all the ESPN guy Desmond Howard. They talked about how they feel about college players signing autographs, getting money for it, getting some gifts. One guy said, "You know what? If they blow out their leg, they're screwed. They're doing what yeah. they can." Another guy said, "No, no, no. They need to go to school and be a student like I everybody hate else." When people go, when people say that they do get paid, they get a free education. Like it's just <laughs> such the stupidest <laughs> fucking thing. It's like, do you realize yeah. what it takes? To fucking perform at the level that those guys perform, having to memorize, just imagine like how hard like being in pre-med is. Just imagine pre-med, but you got tackled, right? Right. And you got stuck, and if you sucked in one class, someone else gets your fucking job. It's brutal, yeah, dude. That is. And at any point, what if at any point you could blow out your fucking knee and you couldn't become a doctor? Like your dream is over. Those guys don't have any other, you got road games, the level of shape you have to be in, the pressure of playing in front of 60, 80, 100,000 people. Yeah. That's your job. Right. That's your job. And people think that, like, they, like because they, they went in the backyard and threw a football around and right. fucked around, like, that's the level of commitment. It's a goddamn job. And those guys who go on to play professional football earn every dime, and they can't even walk at the end of it. I'll tell you, when you're in your 20s and you look at a professional football player, you're, you're jealous of them. But look at a pro football player at 50. You're not. You're like, right. you know what? Thank God I, w I was in the stands. Because I can still play with my kids. Right. I can still walk up a flight of stairs. So what, what, right? did you, what do you say when they say that these uh, agents are preying on the kids and basically putting them in a bad situation? It's, it's, a part of the, uh, it's a part of it. It is millions of dollars at stake. So yeah, there's going to be agents coming around. There's going to be boosters. There's going to be people looking for 
some sort of competitive edge. I don't think that anything that's going on down at the University of Miami does not go on in any other big program. I mean, there might be shit that Miami's doing more so than other ones. Like, I think if right. you want to find gang members, you probably have right. at certain schools you have more. But generally speaking, they're going to get, you know, when what you do allows the campus to grow into looking like a small city. Mm-hmm. Dude, you go to the University of Michigan and all that type of stuff. I mean, the reason why that, and that is, they have their own bus system. What do you think that's from? The kids majoring in biology? Right. It yeah. isn't. It's from all those guys who play football. Yeah. And now, I like how they now can't walk and have concussions and have memory fucking loss. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm telling that's you, true. like, there's there's no way. Uh, I mean, think about it. When you were in college, if you had like a full load of, load of courses. Yeah. All right, and you had a couple of papers to write. I mean, shit in your personal life suffered. Can you can you imagine also? Just playing in some fuck around like basketball league. Like, would you yeah. have the time to do that? Yeah, I, about I barely that passed when all I did was have to sleep and go to class. Yeah. And these guys got to fucking go out there and. Yeah, it's true. No, it's, I don't. I think. And I think that the, the NCAA should try and police it. But I don't think some piece of shit who had a fucking Ponzi scheme, who's probably creating guys in their 60s who thought they had a retirement home and now they have right. to eat fucking dog food, should be <laughs> the guy who drags down the universe. So, why don't you get somebody a little more credible? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of him. He's like, he's like, uh, like this vindictive vindictive guy. I yeah. Mean, he's like, I don't know. No. It's an absolute piece of shit saying that someone else is a piece of shit. He, you know, most of the stuff he's saying is probably true, but I, I, don't, I don't care. You know, plus I look at it like this. If, if me and my family and my mother grew up fucking broke right. and I'm playing at the University of Michigan and somebody offers me and somebody says, listen, man, you want, your, your mom needs a car, I heard. I'd be like, yeah, hey, get my mom a fucking car. Like, you know what I mean? Worse like than my that, mom, you know what I mean? The kid, that somebody got busted. Uh, who the hell was it? Somebody uh, on their team, the, a loved one passed away, and he had no he had no money. Is that right? He had no money, so the, the coach sprung for a ticket and a suit. So this kid to go to a fucking funeral. They gave him shit for that? Yeah, got in trouble. Oh, that's fucking ridiculous, man. It's, it's that's, like... See, see, where's the line of, like, helping somebody... Or, or just being like a fucking, you know, a greedy, you know what I mean? Look, like, if there's millions of dollars at stake, this is what you got to stand. There's going to be cheating. There's going to be whores. There's going to be freebies. There's going to be all of that type of stuff. You try and police it the best you can. But I don't think it's fair. Like, how do you... I think they should just find the schools or something. Because what if you, you, yeah. si- you signed to play at the University of Miami and it's like shit that players did before you even got there. Yeah. Who are now either yeah. in the NFL like you or just, on with their life. You just yeah. got out of high school and you're suffering. The kid from USC. Yeah. That kid barking. But how about this? How about the pieces of shit because they want ratings? They let, it to, they let Terrell Pryor from Ohio, they let him play in the Rose Bowl and the suspension was later. Yeah. How about that? Oh, well, we need uh, ratings. That, yeah. That's the fucking it's, biggest bunch of yeah, bullshit in the is. world. It's like... It is. Look, I'm not, I'm not saying that they should actually be able to run rampant and have orgies. I definitely think the NCAA... Should pay attention. I guess what I'm really trying to say is I'm sick of people. <laughs> Rampant of orgies. I'm I'm sick of people like feigning this outrage, okay? And then all all these selfish cunts out there who just feel like that they can judge these football players. Like I, I just don't feel like if you've been at that level of success and temptation, you can't say it's easy to sit in your cubicle and say, you know, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't take this. I wouldn't take the shiny car. I wouldn't let that chick blow me. It's like you don't have to face... Yeah, you don't have that opportunity. Yeah, that's like, you yeah. know, this is a classic barroom conversation. Dude, you know what I would have done? Let me yeah. guess. The right thing, and it all would have worked out. Anybody yeah. can say that, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you, you think at 20 years of age, 
you know, me looking like Ron Howard. Let's say I fucking right. could somehow throw a football. If right. all of a sudden some 10 came up and was just offering to blow me, like I would be like, well, according to my church, uh, <laughs> if we were married, well, why don't we become friends first? And then see, like, that's going to happen? Yeah, I just, I just find it fucking ridiculous that a kid can't earn a living, man, because he's the one on TV. He's the one that kids are looking up to, yet he's got to go by all these guidelines. It's fucking ridiculous, man. I think there has to be, they have to police it, but there has to be a healthy look in the other way every once in a while. Because if you're not going to pay these fucking kids, you can't expect them to be bringing in that level of money. Dude, how do you stand in there signing autographs and you, can't, you, don't, you don't have any fucking money? It's ridiculous. Right? Yeah, and going through the pain... And all, the, all of that shit. And I don't want to hear a fucking word. You guys can email me all you want. I don't want to hear all your stupid stories about how you perceive them to be unbelievably privileged. They, sh they are privileged. They're special people. Okay? Yeah, I, went they to, have a I went to four different <laughs> colleges. I didn't earn those schools a fucking dime. I was happy that they let me in. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. But if you are a superstar yeah. and you bring in zillions of dollars, like anywhere else, yeah. you do get preferential treatment and you deserve it. It's, 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 it's like what Bill Parcells, uh, Bill Parcells said about Lawrence Taylor. They go, Bill, like he got away with murder. He slept in meetings. And Bill Parcells goes, yeah, he's Lawrence Taylor. It's Lawrence Taylor. It's Lawrence fucking Taylor. Like if yeah. he wants to sleep in a meeting, I know what he's doing Sunday. I know what Lawrence Taylor's bringing to the table yeah. Sunday Do afternoon. Do what Lawrence does. Yeah. And then you can sleep yeah. in there. Yeah. So all you chemistry kids, if you want free hookers, <laughs> all right, score some touchdowns, and I'll back you. I'll yeah. back you. Yeah, I, just, right? yeah I, 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 totally, uh, I totally agree. We come up with penicillin. No one wants to watch it. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny, dude? They, some of the people that they call the biggest piece of shits, like, who, who, who's been really scrutinized lately? Terrell Owens, right? Randy Moss. Jason These, Lawhead. He, he does the uh, Men Are Talking podcast. By the way, Men Are, the name yeah. Men Are, by, check, check out Jason Lawhead's podcast. The name Men Are Talking, in my opinion, is the greatest name of a podcast ever. Fucking awesome. Go ahead. Yeah, so it's John Caponero, Joe Bartnick, and... Uh, and fucking Jay, Men Jay, Are Talking. Jason Lawhead. It's, it's so great. It's <laughs> so awesome. great. So he was saying, he was actually, because I didn't really notice it, but he was going, that's really like the diva position in football. When you think about it, like, uh, you'd think it'd be the quarterback. And I'm not saying, like, the quarterbacks don't are head cases, but as far as, like, the ones that go into the media yeah, is, uh, you know, Terrell, Randy Moss, like those kinds of guys. Uh, uh, Chad Ochocinco comes with the Patriots. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he's still doing it, but he said he wants to live with a fan for fucking three weeks. Well, while, just... while he's moving in, yeah. Yeah, so what do you... What do you... No, but see, guys like that, as much as they get scrutinized as pieces of shit, you just made a... I didn't say they're pieces of shit. They're, no, 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 you just made a, no, you just made a good point, though. No, no, other people say that they're pieces of shit and that they're selfish. But what you're saying is these people have exceptional... Like, I want to see that guy. I want to see that guy. You know? Like, yeah, they no, bring no, no. things I, to the table. Yeah, no, you absolutely, know? absolutely. But, but look, at, look at, I'm not saying because a guy goes out and he gets a hooker after the game, that doesn't take away from the team. You know what I mean? Unless he gets caught. Right, unless it's unless it's yeah, a yeah but I this mean this is classic, my opinion. You ask one follow up question, and the whole house of cards is crumbling now. Um, no, no, no <laughs> but but no. If you're gonna do shit like that, like media stunts, um, that's gonna steal the focus of them trying to win games. I mean, I, that that I consider selfish. But like, ha you know, letting a booster buy you a fucking car or pay for your mom's kidney transplant. You know, That's you're, you're living in some fucking... Well, what you just said, yeah, you couldn't like, afford that, a suit what, for what, what, a funeral you, yeah. of a loved one? Yeah, what are you doing? It's ridiculous. I mean, that's and, and the kid gets suspended, and then his family gets dragged through, and then some college... And the Ohio college. State's entire football program 
got crumbled over free tattoos or something? I think it's ridiculous. The, 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 the tattoo parlor guy said, if you give me memorabilia, I'll give you free tattoos. So the players were going to get tattoos, which tattoos could cost. You know, right. upwards of two, three hundred. So he was saying, "Here, give me a, give me a signed jersey. I'll put a, I'll put a, you know, a, a good tat for you." So right. that's what they were doing. So he lost five games. Now the NFL suspended Ter- Terrell Pryor five games, and it carried over. But they let him play in the bowl game. I think maybe it's if, fucking I think ridiculous. Because of that shit, I think maybe if, if this if this was their logic, I would actually agree with it. If they're talking about because that starts to go introduce possibly a criminal gambling element. And getting these guys to have to owe favors and that type of thing, because that is, I think the you know the eight hundred pound gorilla in the room is trying to make sure that nobody out there is throwing the fucking game. That's possibly why that they do it. So I I don't know. I I just you know what I can't stand. I hate when people when you people who know there's no Santa Claus, you tell them there's no Santa Claus, and then they do that stupid outrage. Who, who I mean half the reason you want to be a football player is so you can get all that fucking glory because you know there's gonna be horse, yeah. right? Uh, no, abs- absolutely. So when you find out that that's what's going on, but these these I don't know. But where I don't these think these kids are in. throwing games, man. I think they're. I don't think they are either. That. But I, I, I'm saying if the NCAA said this is why we don't do that because that leads, you know, you're at the tattoo parlor. You know, it's like the uh, the old musical, The Music Man. Oh, we got trouble. I don't know what Right that is. here in River City, you don't remember that? No. With the capital P that runs? No. No. D, you don't remember that? You don't? <laughs> no. Paul, you're eating cupcakes. I figure in the musicals like me, too. <laughs> Jesus, Bill, is it the cupcakes, fucking musicals? No, I don't That's know. That's right. Um, I'm showing the softer speaking, side of me on your podcast. Speak, speaking of throwing the game, let's talk about this, okay? Since this is a sports edition, let's talk about this. And I know how you feel about this. I was at a Yankee game sitting in the stands. Yeah, why would you go there? I was, I was at a Yankee game sitting in the stands. Three rows behind me, I hear one guy look over at another guy. And I swear to God, he was dead serious. And he goes, if they ever let Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame, that would be the biggest disgrace to baseball. And I'm sitting three rows in front of him, right? And I literally wanted to just turn around and go, you're a fucking jackass. You have no fuck. I'd probably say something cooler than jackass, right. but I he's go, and he was like, I just can't believe he did that. I can't. He sh- and this is recent now. This right. isn't recent years. Let me tell you this right now, okay? I'm gonna tell you this right now. There you go, twice. I said twice. it twice, Bill. Saying it twice. Saying. He's, that's his windup. He's leaning all the way into the computer just in case. Okay, here's he's standing next to a, a, a Pete, loose fan belt. Pete Rose, <laughs> Pete Rose, not being in the Baseball Hall of Fame is not only a travesty, but it is a joke because when you go to Cooperstown, his name is on every fucking stati- every c- category. It's like him and Ricky Henderson are one and two of like every fucking category. Yet he doesn't have his face there. So here's what you should do. Black out that name and say other player or something instead of having his fucking name everywhere. And then they say, this is really fucked up. They're going to put him in when he dies? You yeah, know, and it's like... That, but that's his fault. He, look, if he just did the Andy Pettit, I did it, I'm sorry, Jesus another great Yankee, you. Another great Yankee, Andy Pettit. Well, came is clean. Is a great... Came, came clean. Came clean when he got, got caught. caught. <laughs> the fuck? Well, he didn't pull that out. like he was clunk. just going like, you know what, guys... <laughs> <laughs> Win or lose tonight, I gotta get something off my chest. The kid's <laughs> killing me. Give me a break. He got caught, uh, and he was smart enough not to do the Roger Clemens. I don't give a rat's ass. Fuck all of you. Oh yeah. What well, yeah. he did. Clemens and Clemens is doing the Pete Rose. Clemens Pete and Rose, Bonds if, and Bonds. If, if Pete Rose, Barry Bonds is a victim. We'll get to that in a second. What's his face? Pete Rose. If if Pete Rose just fucking said, "All right, you got me." He, the guy went like 20 fucking years going, I didn't bet on baseball. I didn't bet on baseball. I didn't bet on baseball. And 
And then look, first of all, when you when you gamble on baseball, yeah. you're fucking with the integrity of the entire league. So what he did didn't just make him look bad. He potentially made the entire fucking league look bad. Right, but okay? what about ba- so all he had to do was just fucking say I did it, you got me, and right. then he just sit there looking like a sad sack, and eventually everyone would feel bad for him, and he definitely would have been in by now. I really believe that. But the fact that he didn't, in all those years, he looked everybody in the eye and said, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, and then when he finally owns up to it, he goes, I did it, all right, there, now, let me in the hall. That's what he said, it was like within the same breath, it's like, it's like he's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. and yeah, this is the thing, you got to put his stats in there because the guy did it, but they also have to make an example. you got to understand... He was one of the top guys in the league. If you're fucking sitting there betting on the goddamn games, but it, but doesn't it look silly for the Hall of Fame to have his name all over the fucking place? No, how, how, he not, had, how not? Because he had those hits. They're not saying he doesn't have those hits. We're saying we're not going to enshrine you. So we're not going to give you a fucking head monument, but your name is plastered all over these fucking walls. Yeah, I mean it's. I, I just find that silly. It's like leave them out completely. Leave them out. I mean, I guess you could do that. Like little kids, I mean, little kids are going, "Mommy, that, Daddy, that, who's number two? Why is this but, guy here? How come he's not here?" But it's like that's it's, not why. Look, there's so many fucking people in there. No little kid is going, "Mommy, Daddy." Yeah, you yeah. Know, like I've, like I've, some I've kid's crossed, gonna be some yeah, fucking yeah, <laughs> sports genius. Some fucking egghead. <laughs> well, there's seven thousand people in here. I've noticed. You know, it's funny. Some egghead's gonna give me shit. Actually, there's only six hundred forty-eight you know players in there. Is there? So, what do you think about what do you think about Pete Rose and where he stands? In, in I think he fucked up. I think he. Uh, Do you think he belongs in Hall of Fame? I think After that. The lie? I think that he locked horns with what was it, Giamatti? He locked horns yeah. with that guy, and he was a gambler, and he he fucking went all in when he had nothing in his hand, and Giamatti fucking was just like, all right, and he passed on right before he died. So you have no problem he with said, baseball keeping him out right now? I have no problem with what they're going to do, which is he's going to fucking die, and then they're going to put him in there. I See, mean, I find no, that No, no, I don't think they're going to, because I think when he's on his deathbed, they're going to start doing sad stories about him, playing sad music, and him wheeling himself around, or maybe he's got, like, that crutch thing. You know, that, that whatever, the, the looks like a... Yeah, the para- walker? Yeah, the, the, yeah the, the parallel bar thing. Yeah, the walker, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, when he starts doing that... Dude, if he's, all I want to do is get in the hole. Dude, if they if they fucking do that, man, I gotta be honest. I disagree with that. It's his right. fault. You know, maybe Paul. Paul, it's his fault. He brought it on himself. I guess. I guess it's he just. It on I guess it's so. His dominant number is just. He belongs there. You know. He and, does. And, and, and he, he, he would have if he didn't gamble on baseball. And or then if and he then, didn't lie. And, and then if he didn't lie. Listen, they have it hanging in every fucking clubhouse. That if you do that, it is a it is a lifetime ban. You're done. It's over. It's not like he didn't know it. He went and he broke it. Yeah. Okay? And then, this is the thing. And this is the thing. Because he was... If he was just some shitbag, that would have been it. They yeah, never, they would they never, never they hear never, from the fucking guy again. never hear from him again. again. Right. Okay? Right. But because he's the greatest fucking hitter statistically of all time, you know, they're always... And he deserves to be in as far as what he did on the field. Right. All he had to fucking do is say, you got me, and just seem like he was... Even remotely, he was defiant. Even yeah. remotely apologetic for what he did, he isn't. He's still defiant. He still has that fucking cunt tone in his voice, like he's been wronged. So yeah, he's brought this all on himself. Barry Bonds is I, another good I'll example where he's like a dick to everybody. But Barry, I actually feel bad for in that. I we talked about this on on, on the last one. Barry was the man. Barry was the best fucking dude in baseball, and then everybody else cheated. 
And then they became the man, and baseball didn't stop them. And there's no fucking way they didn't know what was going on. The same way you're in the right. green room, right. you know what's going on. They knew what the fuck was going on, and they needed the ratings because of that strike. And all they had was Cal Ripken high-fiving people because he beat the uh, the consecutive game streak. So now they got this guy, these, 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 these other guys who were cheating yeah. who have now surpassed him. And they didn't do anything to stop him. So then he was just like, all right, fuck you. This is me on roids. There's 73, Mark. Let's see what you got. Right, right. It was that like, was okay, it. you can do yeah. that. I could do it, and I'll do it better. You know what you made But a as point. far as his personality and being a dick and that type of thing, you know, how harsh he's treating the media, like, that, that's another one where it's the Pete Rose thing. Where it's like, dude, that's your fault. You know, you, you made a point on the Pete Rose thing that I didn't know. I First of all, I, I didn't know. I always thought he belonged because of his numbers, but I didn't know he said, yeah, I did it, now put me in the hall. I didn't know he said it like that's that. That's funny, funny, finally came. Dude, and I'm, that is cunty. And that is like that is cunty that and quick. arrogant. Yeah. All right, yeah. No, 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 put me in the hall. Immediately it was like, it wasn't like I lied to you for 20 years. I'm finally going to come clean. I did it. I don't know why I did it. He goes, he just goes, I did it. Now, now put me in the hall. Like, it was immediately, he admitted and then goes, and now give me this. It was just right. like, it's like I, he has yeah. no concept of how you're coming off. It's like, yeah. dude, you're coming off. Yeah, he, he like came a little, off. Like, well, the understatement of the decade. Like, well, how, many hits little he, how many hits did he have? For some reason, 4,187 sticking him, unless that's what he had to do. Definitely, definitely 4,100 something, right? Or did Ty, Ty Cobb had like 4,100? No, no, I think, I think it was, I'm pretty sure Stan that. Sam Usual has like 3,700. That was the National League. Pete Rose then, was a red his whole and career? Then, and then Ty Cobb was 41. No. Pete Rose was a red from the early 60s right up through the late 70s. Then he joined the Phillies. Goes to the Phillies. Oh, okay. That's how much of a winner he was. He actually won in Philly. The losingest professional sport team in all professional sports, the Philadelphia Phillies, he goes there and they win in wow. 1980. Uh, and then he he went he ended up going back to the Reds. So he only played for two teams, as far as I know. Yeah, oh, okay. He, he played for the Reds so he twice. For, he played in the for beginning the red and the end. And the yeah, I think he played about five six seasons with the Reds, and he might have been on that '83 team that lost to the uh, Orioles. Is that right? To the Orioles? Orioles won in '83, but I can't remember. Oh, is this me here? Oh, this is Cleveland Radio. Talk more comedy. Hang on one second. All right, we are back. Bill just had a phone call from uh, Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio. Watch me bring the gas on this one. Uh, all right, we're trying to practice throwing with our left hand. Here we go. In between the two lower hinges, in between the same thing that's the strike zone, right? All right, he's trying to throw a strike. Right. Oh, oh, come on. High corner, that's a strike. He's got this little ball, and he's, we're throwing it with our left hands. Um, yeah, I did that MLB man cave thing. Fan cave. So Yeah, fan cave. Uh... I actually will be doing that soon, and I want my free T-shirt. Um, I've actually been doing that my whole fucking life. I never got a TV show out of it. That kid's brilliant. Who? The kid, who, the two kids who got booked on that show. They get to watch all the baseball games. I think I'd rather do all the football games, but uh. That oh, by the way, dude, you 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 owe me ten bucks on that that Andrew McCarthy. Did you check? I don't need to check. No, you check. Paul Verzi's trying to say Andrew McCarthy was in The Breakfast Club. He wasn't. He was in all those movies with all those actors, but not that one. I think that he was in The Breakfast Club. Yeah, you want to go 50 bucks? He was in The Breakfast Club. He wasn't. It was Anthony Michael oh, Hall. Played the nerd. Yep. Judd Nelson played the rebel. And who was the other guy? Emilio Estevez was the wrestler. That's it. Other than that, you had adults. Was it Emilio Estevez? Yeah. What do you think? Andrew McCarthy with his no. eyes bulging out played a fucking wrestler? Dude, was he in the Breakfast Club or no? He wasn't. Oh shit! 
There you go. I thought, well, we got to check. We still got to check. We don't have to check. The only, everybody else in the movies that check are like four years old. Yeah, it was Ali Sheedy. Mo uh, Molly Ringwald. Jennifer Garner. And that was it. It wasn't Jennifer Garner, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, know who that is. All right, so what were we talking about? We were talking about... Uh, we were talking about... You're talking about how Dustin Pedroia, at the end of the day, Pete Rose. If you need a win, oh yeah, you gotta right. pick him over <laughs> yeah. Robbie Cano. Oh, get out of here, get out of here. We're talking about people that gamble. What are other some a big, big name people that have gambled on on their sport? Connie Hawkins, Arch Schleister. Who's that? He played quarterback for the. the you know, you know, I know that sounds like a fake name. I swear <laughs> to God, it's a true name. Arch Schleister. Arch, Arch Schleister. Schleister. I swear to God. Connie Hawkins gambled. Um, I have no. I am so full of shit. I have no credibility, even when I'm telling the truth. I'll, I'll show you. The, the guy's name is Schleister. Art Schleister. Something wow. Like that. Uh, he was on the cover of. Uh, you know, it's funny when we walked into the hotel today. They have a revolving door, and they had these. They had it blocked off with these ropes. And I said, "See that, Paul? They're getting ready for the hurricane." He's like, "What are you talking about?" I go, "Oh, the wind whips around. You know, it sends people flying out into the parking lot." He goes, "Get out of here, really." It's like no, I'm fucking with you. No, the the one of the funniest things you said that I believed was you told me that Joe DeRosa was born without um, collarbones. You said he was born without. <laughs> I said that. Yeah, you we we, it? we were at the we were in the green room performing uh, at Caroline's, and you go, yeah, dude, DeRosa, man, don't say nothing. You were like, yeah, but he. Uh, That's what sells the lie when you. He have doesn't. Yeah, yeah, you go. Yeah, you go. Yeah, you go no, as like dead serious, he goes, yeah, he was born without. Uh, he was born without uh, collarbones. That's why he looks like that. And I go, dude, really? Are you serious? And he goes, yeah. And then all of a sudden you go, no. You go, who the fuck was born without collarbones? <laughs> <laughs> no, because people always say that Joe doesn't have shoulders. And it's not that he doesn't have shoulders. He's missing the meat between his neck and his shoulders. He has shoulders. His uh, arms work. Oh, man. So, uh... What the fuck am I looking up here? Arch Schleister. I, I, I got to see the guy's name to believe it. Um, S how would you go with Schleister? S-C-H... I don't some know. European you know what's like funny? That. There are some names in sports that you could just fucking be like, he'll never make it. <laughs> and there are some names. You know, like, if somebody said Arch Schleister, I'd be like, dude, there's no way that guy's going to the Hall of Fame. His last this name guy, is Schleister. I mean, I'm not saying he would have been, but he, he had a shot going. I mean, you're playing QB at Ohio State. You got a shot. Although, that might Joe, been... How about this? Joe Montana sounds like a fucking... <laughs> Joe Montana just sounds like fucking. There'll be a statue of the guy someday. He's the greatest fucking. Let me see. Right there. Ah, Arch yeah. Schleister. Okay, he wasn't lying. Arch Schleister. How do you know that? Because uh, I was alive when it happened. Um. Yeah, he's he's had a brutal life. Right, right. Apple hoping to capitalize on final thing. Uh, five step drop. Ohio State. Arch Schleister in the news again. Oh, bad bets and wasted talent. That was written in two thousand. Bad bets and wasted, wasted talent. talent. That was written in two thousand. It was like the late seventies. Dude, how about Connie Hawkins still getting to the Hall of Fame? And April twenty ninth, two thousand eleven. Former OSU QB Arch Schleister indicted on thirteen counts. This guy just never got it right. <laughs> I'm telling you, what's his name? Do, why don't they do a do a fucking Arch? Just a bad first name. No, Schleister. Schleister. It's over. What's we were talking about this the other day. Joe Montana. What do you yeah, think of? That's you think one of the of greatest fuck? names all time. Dude, that's, that's just, it doesn't get better than Joe Montana. Oh, is that him? And he went bald? This guy, just every hand. Uh, he, see, look at his face. Every hand. Hey, he folks, if you're listening to this, go look up and Google R. Schleister and then go to images and you could look at his well, face well, and Google, just know he'll never make it. Just Google R. Schleister <laughs> on Ohio State because you're not going to have, not have spelled uh, Schleister, kind of like me. 
Yeah, Arch Schleister, Ohio State. If you look at his, not only does his name sound like he wasn't going to do anything, but look at his face. Um, on 13 counts, is it done on 13 counts, including engaging in a pattern of corrupt activity and theft? Uh, what is it? Yeah, engaging in corrupt activity. That could have been us eating those fucking cupcakes. Yeah, that was, uh, that was going right to, that one's going, sitting right in my fucking, that was delicious though, not gonna lie. Um... All right, all right, I'm back. This is a podcast that's a little low here because I'm sitting here fucking being on the internet. All right, let's go, Paul. Give me yeah. another topic. Come on, let's pick up the pace here. All right. Um, the final three innings. It's 40 minutes in. 40 minutes in, and, uh, well, you know, we talked about the fucking same... But you know what, man? How about this? Let's talk about this. Who, in your opinion, the Mount Rushmore of your generation? The Mount Rushmore of your generation in sports? Not fucking, forget Babe Ruth, Muhammad Ali. That's obvious. In your prime, I know you're a little older than me, but in your prime. I'm not older than you. You're, yeah, you're. Son. You're a li- <laughs> Show some fucking respect. <laughs> Who's, who is it? Would you put, I know you love Marino, but you can't put him in there. Can't put him in. As far as what? Greatest quarterbacks I ever saw? I can definitely no, put him in No, you can't put him in for Mount Rushmore of sports in your generation. No. You know, we didn't win. We didn't win. But but if you ever wanted to argue for a guy, he had zero defense. They had two white cornerbacks, and he never had a run. I remember one time on my podcast, I read the list of the running backs he had in his career. It was... was, uh, Nobody, right? Tony Nathan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Delvin Williams early on. Uh, It was just never... He never had his Franco, his his Tony Dorsett, his... uh, I'd say Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky... Joe Montana. I mean, that's kind of like my... Also, we overlap a little bit. I'm nine years older than you, and those guys played in, but I would say... Well, if you're going to take Jordan, I would say say before before Jordan, the guy, uh, it was either Bird or Magic, and I got to go with Magic because he won five. You know? Everyone in Boston is going to hate me, but that guy was... uh, what was he, 6'9 point guard? 6'9 was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, and then in hockey, I think, Jesus, Gretzky was the guy. Gretzky was my guy. You, you should pick Mario. Mario Lemieux would have been, because he had Gretzky's skill at 6'6". Six six. Um, and as far as the greatest football player I ever saw, all right, if you're going to say Joe Montana... Well, that all depends on what you want. If you want, like, championships, then, I mean, i got to go Terry Bradshaw. I can't say Terry. I don't know. I'll name name some of the most unbelievable fucking players I ever saw. Well, I would say Lawrence Taylor. As far as guys that I saw that just totally changed the game. Yeah, LT. It it was Wayne Gretzky, Lawrence Taylor, Michael Jordan. uh, Let's see. In uh, What other sport did I leave out? Baseball. Baseball's such a weird one. It's just that game just doesn't... Steroids, I don't know who's really changed the game. Nobody's changed. You know what's funny? No one has changed the game. <sighs> Griffey was the guy when I was coming up. Like, But, like, you no, know, there's a difference between a superstar and then doing shit that you've never seen anybody do before. Like Babe Ruth. Yeah. Like Babe Ruth. He, he did it all. took it out of the dead ball era. Yeah, he's like... Uh, He's like the prior of fucking baseball. Yeah, it's like that's just great. Cast him. That's great. Um, that's exactly what he is. But I'll just as far as like most unbelievable running back I ever saw, I would say Earl Campbell. 
Earl Campbell. That dude before, ran with a fucking. That guy ran to hurt himself. Before they ran him into the ground. Yeah, but they that, didn't run him into the ground. No, though. they did. They did. Well, also his style of running. Merlin Olsen calls it. There's a playoff game uh, between the, the Steelers and the the Oilers, and he says he is the most violent runner I've ever seen in my life, and he is he better learn to protect himself because he is wide open. That guy used to. He was like a bull. He you was ever see like, him today? Have you seen him today? It's fucking... I don't want to talk about it. It's terrible. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. It's it's terrible. But that guy, um, it was like he had Bo Jackson's... He was like... That fucking guy. Like Bo Jackson. But I'm telling you, he was beyond Bo Jackson. Everybody's like, Bo knows, Bo knows, because that was after Jordan, and they knew how to hype an athlete. But I'm telling you, Earl Campbell was fucking Bo Jackson on steroids. He was was just as fast, I want to say. He was more powerful... He, it was he like I've never seen a guy like that. He had the moves of a guy who was small and needed to to survive and would would, would fake guys out. Right. He could fake you out. He could outrun you, or he could fucking run over you. Dude, that play he has against the Rams. Dude, why do I feel like I've I've talked about this with you on the last one? You got to put that clip up somewhere, or just just. Or actually, go on YouTube and, and Google search. I think search we talked about this Earl. one before, but not yeah. on the show. Not on the show. We t- you were telling me about that. Dude, he fucking, but, he gets stopped, and then he goes to turn direction. He sees a linebacker. This isn't a cornerback. It's a, a linebacker. Fucking, yeah. And just with, like, a step, or maybe like a step or a step and a half, he just fucking puts his face mask right in this guy's chest. A linebacker. The guy had to weigh, like, 240 and just sent the guy flying on his back. It was like he got hit by a car. Jesus. And continues to run. And he was so powerful, they they tore the jersey off of him. Somebody grabs your jersey, you go down. That horse yeah, Because it just stuff. pulls you down, right. He's so powerful, he continued to, he ran out of his jersey. Wow. I'm telling you. And I'll tell you another guy, un- underrated, uh, in a lot of ways was a mini Earl Campbell, I thought, was, uh, was Walter Payton. Walter Payton, I don't think, ever got the credit for the, the, the vicious way that he ran. Like, he loved yeah. contact. And uh, he didn't do that running out of bounds thing. Like I don't know. I, I like I like guys. You like who the guys who take like the fuck to come in and take the hit. Larry Zonka, first Dude. first offensive player ever to get an unnecessary roughness call. He was running a sweep and he was gonna get run out of bounds. And his cornerback came in and he just took his forearm and fucking blasted the guy right under his chin. There's a <laughs> there's a great one of Brandon Jacobs on the Giants against the Redskins. And I think number thirty Landry was the cornerback who tried to go toe to toe with him. Brandon Jacobs is a big boy, no, like no. six seven, Frightening. and he just fucking you just watch him and the dude just flattened. He yeah. just flattened him. Um, well, these guys now are a whole different. Uh, a whole different like the, the the stuff that they know about nutrition the stuff yeah. all, all the stuff that you can well, take that's legal work as far out, as like, like for work, working out and to make your muscles and they have recover. other things besides steroids that make you recover that aren't steroids but still make you you know just kind of yeah. rejuvenate and i'm not i'm not saying that these guys today aren't doing the work but it's like like that some of these guys obviously some of these guys who play today if they played in the NFL in the 70s could run over guys, but it's it's all relative. It's like those guys. If Earl Campbell um, knew back then what they know now, he would have run differently, and uh, and there would have been all kinds of uh, you know he would have had an agent or he would have. I'd like to think somebody looking out for him, where they just it was just it was, Earl to the right, Earl to the left, Earl up the middle. But I think that that was pre uh, pre education of what's going on with these guys' heads. 
and all the shit that's oh, yeah. going on yeah, now. Yeah. Like he was just like, give me the fuck. He was just a fucking. Did you see? You know what I always remember about Earl Campbell watching him? The fucking pads he had. Like the, it was different then. Like now yeah. they don't wear the pads. He had the thigh pads his, that were fucking thighs, huge. But his thighs were as big. I remember yeah. talking to Steve Nelson, uh, Hall of Fame Patriot uh, in the Patriots Hall of Fame, number fifty-seven. White guy. Yes. Yeah, that's why I don't white fucking guy. know. Yeah, yeah. No, so he also played in the seventies. So he wouldn't know. <laughs> but as soon as you said his name, 80s. I'm like, that's a white guy now. <laughs> That's right. That's hilarious. But but he, uh, he he told the story one time. I was hosting this thing. He told this great story. Uh, and I'll say, what's the hardest, toughest guy you ever you, you ever played against? And he had stories about O.J. faking him out to the point, you know, he faked him out. O.J. Simpson faked him out one, one time so bad. O.J. was past him. And at the end of it, he just had his chin strap. O.J.'s chin strap. Is <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, he was there playing against the Houston Oilers, right? And... Uh, and he, he was playing middle linebacker. Right. So right across, he's looking right at Earl Campbell. So uh, right before they snapped the ball, they put a receiver in motion. And right as the receiver is running by and the cornerback goes right by, right and just for that split second, he blocks oh, Nelson's yeah. view of the quarterback. They hiked the ball, and they said by the time the cornerback went by, Earl was right in his face and just fucking ran right over him. Oh, man. Ran right over him. Yeah, saw stars the whole thing. Of course, back then, they probably, probably went in like a play later. And Earl but, Campbell uh, was a big... Like, but he, he said that, he goes, dude, his thighs, he goes, I'm not joking, were as big as my, it was as big as my waist. He had like 30-something in, inch thighs. It was fucking ridiculous. What? It was ridiculous. They say that a lot of defensive backs say that when you tackle a guy like Brandon Jacobs or I'm sure Earl Campbell, that it actually hurts them way more. Like, you, you hit those guys, they're going, they're moving. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like if a car is going slow and you try to stop it, what's trying to stop it's going to take the fucking brunt. Yeah, but um, I also I always think those big, strong, powerful guys, actually, it works against them pretty quickly because because they're dishing out so much punishment. I think that that guys try to hit them even harder, and I also think they try to hurt them. Like we got to wear this yeah. guy out. If you can get an extra lick on this guy, get an extra lick on him, and I think that they take way more punishment than say just some sort of. Uh, annoying slippery guy you know um you said something about bo jackson man i gotta i gotta say that i watched that guy and that guy not getting hurt man that was one of the most because he was actually great in baseball and football like they were saying that he could have been a hall of fame baseball player and you saw what he did in football those run backs that's yeah. one of the most devastating injuries in sports history man that's like he had here's the three that was a shame here's I, a, I saw him play uh at the red sox I saw him uh, play when he played on the Royals. I saw him lay out and make this fucking insane catch. Oh, dude, he would, like, run up the wall. He was, like, the first yeah. guy. Talk about a guy changing the game. Like, he would do things that people were just like, how the fuck did he do that? Here's the three biggest downfalls in sports. Tell me if you agree. Bo Jackson because of the injury. Mike Tyson because of the rape. And here it is. Drum roll, please. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Episode 30. You know it's coming. Tiger Woods. Because of this scandal. He will be the first. This is going to be the first downfall. Here, here we got to talk about this now. This will be the first downfall in sports history that came from a woman, came from pussy, came from a mental standpoint. Okay? I guess you could say Tyson, but Tyson made a mistake with a woman and got fucked. Okay? In the ring, he was still the guy. Bo Jackson, his hip fucking came out. You just can't play at that level anymore. Right. Tiger Woods is the first athlete, and this is going to be one of the biggest, this is, in my opinion, going to be, and we've talked about this many times, if this guy doesn't win, because now you're going on two years without a win, and not only two years without a win, not making a cut, which he's only done seven times in his life, this is going to go down as one of the saddest, 
Like, if this movie gets made, the ending may be really fucking sad that this happened. And it happened not because of an injury or because of anything. It happened because of of him fucking everything where he was and him being on top of it. And when he got humanized, which he did, that's it. That level of fuck you, I'm Tiger Woods, I can do it. And this is going to be a very big... Now, I know you disagree. You think he's coming back. He's going to find love again. He's going to find love again. And he's going to dominate the sport again. Like you really think so? Everybody, is he catching up with look, Jack? Is it's he the same up? way people are reacting to this fucking hurricane. No, no, no. They're no. looking out there going, oh, my God. Everybody's in the moment. No, you know what, okay. though? Okay. Dude, he gave $250 million to a fucking babysitter. His wife no. was a goddamn nanny. I, she I, took him for a quarter of a billion dollars. Give the guy a fucking year or two. Dude, okay. can you imagine if you went through that in your personal life? No. Just you as a person. No, no, no. Forget about if you're on the cover of every magazine, everybody calling you a scumbag, including other people who cheat on their wives, writing articles about you being a scumbag. This guy's a human being. He, he's got to go through the links a couple times. Dude, he's still remembering getting off the 18th hole and his fucking blonde babysitter wife sitting there with their kids waiting <laughs> to hug him. He's, he's got to go through that shit. Okay, but okay, I, I would have given and you I'll that. And I'll tell you right now, golf isn't even a fucking sport anyways. And the fact that Tiger Woods can actually do more than 20 push-ups, I think that puts him ahead of everybody. Yeah, but you know what? You know <laughs> you know what, though? It doesn't matter if it's everybody a sport. Everybody looks like Kenny Perry. Even if it's... plays <laughs> golf. Even if it's fucking... You know, but <laughs> how about that meltdown in front of his family with his kid holding his head? Oh, oh my God. No, it's horrific. It's not... but golf. How about fucking Phil Mickelson with that awful torso of his? That yeah, he's a uh, champion. That you fucking... can look like that. Right. And but, when but basically... Uh, uh, um, there's no other fucking sport other than pool right. or bowling. Right. Like that's pool, not a sport. Bowling. Fuck you. Those are all the same sports. Pool, bowling, <laughs> and and golf. Yeah. If you can be a tub of shit and win a championship. Yeah. Well, they're not exactly poker, playing chess, though. They're not poker. exactly playing chess. You got to give them credit for that. They're swinging a club. They're fucking. Nobody's you know. trying to tackle them. Ball isn't moving. And not only that, every fucking year. It's because with- so many non-athletes play that sport. They come up with more dimples in the ball. Anything to make these touches okay. of shit who never got picked in gym class be able to hit the fucking <laughs> ball straighter. Play a real goddamn sport. You know what's funny? There's nothing funnier than the guy Clayton, John Clayton on ESPN. You know, the little nerdy guy who knows about everybody. He's the really nerdy. Oh, yeah, And he's yeah, like, yeah. The, fact that Mr- that guy, the fact that that guy's reporting and knows everything about football, it's like, when the fuck is that guy Was there anything more uncomfortable than him and uh, Sean Salisbury? Nothing. And you know that they was got like of, watching a a football player beat up a nerd. Like was that? Every, and, and there was and there was <laughs> never the happy ending. And like, I didn't know if it was a stage thing. I didn't know if that was like a setup thing because Sean would just be like, "Really, John? Did you?" And yeah, they, they, they you fucking fag. Oh, he would just. It was brutal. Oh, he was, his whole tune. His whole tone was that, and he had no sympathy. I actually thought it made <laughs> Salisbury. I thought it made it look him worse. Make him look worse. And he's just sitting there looking at him like, dude, look at the guy. Lay yeah. off him. He's a, he looks like his name should be Elmer. Okay, so here's the thing now, Bill. Tiger Woods is four majors away from tying Jack. Okay? And I don't, Jack is so nasty that I don't even need to say his last name. Everyone right. knows who I'm talking about. No. He's four majors away from... Ta- from, from uh, no, he might not. He might will, not. He, will he win? Well, do you think he'll win another major? He's got to win one next year, right? Or I don't think he's going to catch Jack. Cause, and it has to do with Jack being just, just an... An unbelievable competitor, like Jack. He won. The, he won the Masters at like what forty six. Forty six is the oldest that somebody won a major. It was him. Yeah. So. And I think Tiger with medicine today, like we were just talking about, Tiger can win one at fifty with today's medicine. Tiger's gonna find love again. He's gonna do it right this time, and when he's gonna have that family standing there at the eighteenth, you know, 
and I'll be able to see, like, see, look at I, I came back around. Who gives a? F and I think he can also, at some point, if he just settles into the fact that that certain people aren't going to like him, right. if he can be okay with that, right. you can really be successful. So I like he's been too good and too dominant for me to write that guy off at 35 years of age. I think what he went through was unbelievably emotionally like traumatizing even for a guy like him who compartmentalized everything cuz dude he was living a psycho fucking life. That's a psycho life that that guy was leading. He was like, living two lives. Yeah, he was yeah. he was living a dual life. So yeah. if if he does the work on himself and pulls it all together he still won those those majors. So yeah, but don't you think his mental state was why he won them? See, that's what I think. He was yeah, on top. Yeah, no, that's he, what I'm saying. But I'm saying that you got to give the guy a chance. He's not even two years into this of losing, and it's not. It's like he got caught two years ago in in November, okay? And then he tried to reconcile it for another six months or something. And then she said, go fuck yourself. And then it took another six months or so for the divorce to be finalized. I don't know if that's quite true, but that seemed how long it took. Okay, so you're giving so him he, a year. So he's only a year into this shit. Okay. Okay? Of coming home, having to leave the radio on so it sounds like his family's still there. I mean, dude, you got to understand, <laughs> the guy's a human being. All right? So if he... Uh, I thought the great thing was when I saw him when he went to an Orlando Magic game and he was hanging out with the fellas and I was saying remember I was saying that I texted you going watch out he's going to come back but I, I refuse to write this guy off so people uh, that say he's never going to win again you disagree people who, but half the people who say that are just trying to get the phone lines to light up they just want people to call in and they make these these statements and then but and you can always make statements like that because you're never held accountable for it it's not like somebody goes well you said this and this like you're running for office well here, here's but here's what I'm concerned with when me and you went to the Masters which was fucking, which was fucking epic, by the way. Yeah. Sitting on that, that was yeah. fucking epic. The the look on my face of Bill came back. We didn't know how to carry four beers. It was always two beers and maybe a sandwich. And he fucking is walking back to the grandstands. We were on the fifteenth hole, and you found a way to manage to find all four. And I looked at you like you just fucking saved my dog. And you know what's funny? <laughs> Don't you feel people looking at us like the classless pieces of shit that we were? I kind of felt that. Then after a while, once they saw that we were good guys, yeah, and we were betting on the turtles going into the pond. We were betting and the turtles, and then we were also betting on everybody. We're like, look at the wind blowing. The guy's gonna miss the. He's gonna miss the thing. That was they, that they was. Kind of, they kind of like. But then then we got to a point of drunkenness. That they didn't like us. Then we became what they knew we, we were. Got, we got really drunk. Yeah. And the funny thing was really the, ride, drunk. the ride back, we, we had no business. But, but here's the thing, okay? Tiger Woods was back, and he came in set. Remember, he was winning that one. That was his first one back, Bill, and he was winning that one. Here's what makes me scared. He didn't make the fucking cut. He shot a 77 at a fucking course he dominated. That is concerning. Oh, come on. Getting rid of his caddy. No, okay, yeah, he's, he's done all of those things. But this is the thing, Paul. You're, you're acting... Look, this is the thing. The only thing that concerns me is he's never been here before. It's the George Foreman thing when Ali knocked him down. And years later, he said, you know what? Looking back, I could have got up. I'd just never been on my ass before, so I didn't know how to make a comeback. So... Oh, is that what he said? I yeah. Know. So if... if that's, 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 I think, the combination of that and then obviously the emotional thing of losing his wife and all of that type of stuff, dude. I mean, that's going to take a while for you to look back and be like... Why did I bang that whore at Hooters and lose? Why did I do that to myself? What the right. fuck is wrong with me? I mean, he, <laughs> has to, he has to figure all of that out. But, and people are being way too harsh with this guy. He didn't have a normal life. The guy's on The Tonight Show sinking like a six-foot putt when he's three years old. It's like you can't expect somebody to behave in a normal way. 
like that. He had a really, I think he had a really sort of bizarre upbringing, and you know, and it, when I would think by the time he was fourteen, people have been trying to fill his head up with how awesome he is and how great he's going to be. At fourteen, you see guys in this business, Paul, hit it in their twenties, and they can't fucking handle it. They become arrogant assholes. I can't imagine he's been having it since he was fourteen. Right. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not condoning anything the guy did, but just humanizing the shit. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that that he's he's gonna come. He, I'm not definitely, but I, I'm not I'm not ready to write the guy off. No, yet. but I'm starting to sense some doubt in you. You're starting to get nervous. You're getting uh, no, nervous. No, 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 no. You're not on the ledge yet, far, but you're starting to. You're not on the ledge yet, but you're you're, you're going to give him twelve another months. Another year, another year. If he doesn't make a good competitive run, right? Um, I think I don't think that he'll catch Jack. I think if he, I don't, and I'm calling Keith Robinson the day he retires. Because we we have a bet about that. You and you think he's going to catch him? I make we and him we make racial, racially based bets every major. You always take the white. He guy. always picks Tiger, and then I pick some white guy. I'll take Phil Mickelson. And, right. Yeah, and then we have different bets. The uh, to win it all is one thing. Does Keith think that he's gonna catch Jack? I I think Keith is kind of he's kind of lost face in Tiger at this point. But like I always bet I bet Phil Mickelson. I'll That's bet, uh, my my new my new guys. I'm gonna bet is that 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 dude from uh, Ireland. I'm not real big on golf. But Rory McIlroy. Yeah, I just wait oh, I for the dude. Talk about a choke. Like I never realized <laughs> that they were houses. Near where they play the Masters. Did you see that one? Oh, he was yeah. in between those two was in the t- bungalows. In between, in between the two, yeah. <laughs> that, talking, that was humanized. Yeah, like, that's that like where just, we would Jesus be. Jesus Christ. Um, we gotta play, dude. You gotta play golf with me, man. I gotta get you to play. Are you gonna play? I know. I'm a redhead, dude. I if it's, I would play on a day like this when there's a tropical storm coming in. I play. You want to play in the winter? I'll play, but yeah, I'm but not, you pick I'm, shit I'm, up, I'm, dude. We've thrown I'm, footballs. We've done it. You, could, I've seen you hit a golf ball. You're not fucking. T- you hit him. You know, you just you just don't want to put the fucking time in to do it because it takes a lot of fucking time, right? No, yeah. And then I go out there and it's like nine thousand degrees. But I'm I'm not built for it, dude. I'm a, I'm I'm a redhead. I'm one step away from being a fucking albino. Golfing is not what I want to do. I play hockey. It's inside. There's ice. All right, so let's do our foot before we get out of here. Let's do our football predictions. Here's mine. Packers and Patriots are in the Super Bowl, and the Green Bay Packers repeat as champions. You heard it here first. Okay. The Green Bay Packers repeat as champions because Aaron like Rodgers. That. Aaron Rodgers is the fucking. He's the real deal. I, I believe like that. that. I think that uh, the Patriots are going to go back, and this is kind of going to be their last, their last thing. I think the pa- Packers are going to win. That's who I'm taking. Uh, well, first of all, it's been the Patriots' last thing for a while. If they come back, this is going to be their first new thing. I mean, dude, everyone from our Super Bowl teams is gone other than yeah, Tom I, Brady, I, maybe Matt. Maybe championship-wise, it'll be their new thing. But they've been to the playoffs, and they've been like they've lost three games a season for the past fucking. You know what's funny about yeah, the Patriots? Everybody shit. said that, the that's pa- all regular season stuff. They they haven't they haven't gotten it done in the playoffs. Oh, you called something else. You what's called that? it. You called. I gotta give it to you. You called. Pa- Last time Bill was on a podcast, he he predicted uh, he predicted Bin Laden. Go listen to it. He predicted. And then what's the last thing somebody said you predicted? Oh, I called the Earth. I said, oh, I was on the Sklar Brothers, Sklar Brother Country, I, uh, when they were talking about earthquakes. About how, the, you know, L.A. was going to end in the ocean. I go, no, it's going to be the East Coast. New York. The East and Coast then- is going to get fucked. And they said, why? Because I guess it's like this. It's like everybody's saying it's going to be L.A. It, that's like the Super Bowl when somebody's a 20-point favorite. The underdog always wins. It's going to be Baltimore. It's like when fucking the, the, uh, the Jets beat the Colts, the Patriots beat the Rams, the Giants yeah. beat the Patriots. Anytime there's big... Everybody's saying L.A., so I'm telling you, Baltimore. 
Baltimore is going to fall into the fucking ocean. <laughs> that was weird, man. Somebody was like, yeah, listen back to the podcast you did, because you guys basically said Bin Laden two weeks later, fucking we sniped him out. You know what's great about that? Watching Hillary Clinton's face, they watched the live feed. They watched uh-huh. the live feed of it. And you see fucking Obama. You see the fucking Secretary of Defense. They're all in the room. They watched the live they watched feed. The live fi- they watched the live feed of the, 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 the Navy SEALs going in and kill him. They saw it. They said fucking. They were what there. They were sick. Fucking that. iPad. They, do they have. They were fucking sick. That. And you just see fucking Hillary Clinton. And it was like I'm not trying to shit on women in politics or say they don't belong. But the emotion that she fucking had, she was just like holding her fucking thing like this and just like and she just fucking watched us wipe them out. Which is why you need more women in there. The right. Pro- the, right. The problem with to the build world up the, is, right. is it's run a hundred percent by guys, and guys can just shut off the emotion. Can't have that. You need someone in there going, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, so I got Packers and Patriots. Who do you like? Ah, Jesus. I don't fucking know. I would say Is I like Patriots in, going in, back? In, in the NFC, in the a- NFC championship game. Eagles. It's going to be Eagles okay. and Packers, and I bet it's going to be a fucking home game for the Eagles. And all of Philly is going to be... Like, I would actually pick the fucking Eagles if they weren't from Philly. And I'm not shitting on Philly, but I don't know what Philly did in the past. But it's just like they because they, they're they, Philly, they, they need to win something else. They want it. They want a World Series. They got to get one more in there to just get that fucking cloud. There's just something about that city. Yeah, yeah. but like the Phillies all, broke them out of it a little ready bit. Ready to go? No, it's the Phillies are the shit. Yeah, yeah. And I actually, you know, it's the sad thing is I love those teams. I had that one fucking set. Where they booed me, so I just uh, attacked what they loved, and people really think I, I hate Philly. I don't. So there's just something about that was epic. I can't sign off on the Eagles winning when you have never won a Super Bowl. You haven't won in 51 fucking. You know what? Fuck that. I'm taking the Eagles. All 51 right. 51 fucking years. They're due. They're, all right. Michael Vick. Okay. Michael Vick. I think, I, you know what? I think, I, I think you know, I hate due. the Eagles, but I like who they got. I, I like. Think, I think they're, they're due. due. The Patriots. Oh, so who are they gonna play? I think the Patriots got a bunch of. Uh, of talented guys, and but I just don't know if they, they got to get the uh, the guys that got that that Teddy Bruschi, that Mike Vrabel, that championship. I'm we're just gonna we're gonna like like what the Bruins did, where we we didn't have really any like superstars, right? And it was just like their their want, like the it's like the ninety eight like the ninety eight Yankees, no the ninety eight Yankees. They didn't have sort that. Of. They had those. Paul O'Neill was that Teddy Bruschi type guy. guy. I would. No, I, I thought you were going to say that the Giants that beat the Patriots. No, no, I was talking about. You're talking about those Teddy Bruschi guys. You know, the the Bruins didn't have the fucking. You know, we had the '98 Yankees. Tino Martinez, Paul O'Neill, just those winners. But those they didn't. Guys, have, they weren't flashy. I feel like that's how I the like Patriots your outfield. were. I like your outfield right now. Like I like I hate the, the, my Yankee hatred. Other than like you know the Boston Red, yeah. Red Sox shit is. When you know when they sign the A rods and yeah. those type of I fucking hate that's the shit that I hate. But like they're farm guys, I've never had a problem with them. Like right. I liked Bernie Williams, or like when the, or they just do a smart pickup. Like when they picked up Paul O'Neill, no knew Paul O'Neill was gonna be Paul O'Neill. Like I actually, yeah. um, right up through nineteen ninety eight when you guys won, it didn't really bother me. Like I wasn't going oh, the fucking Yankees. It didn't bug me. Um, because that Curse of the Babe shit had well, really t- taken too, off. Well, 99, too. No, 99 was bad because we played you guys, and that was the year Pedro threw Don Zimmer down by his fat head. And, uh, but you, and we only lost, the only game we lost was when uh, Clemens faced uh, Pedro. Oh, I thought Pedro. You remember oh. that? Where is Roger? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When uh, Joe Torre took him out in between innings to save a little face. 
Uh, what a great chant, though. Where yeah. is Roger? You that, know, that's a great, yeah. at that moment, you know what my brain said? What's that? I was like, there's no way he's ever going into the hall as a Red Sox. I don't care if he doesn't win it with the Yankees. Yeah. When they did that, there's no fucking way he would. He was, and he's not going at all. Who would have fucking thunk that? Not only is he not going. No, the big question was, where's Roger Clemens entering as? Is he entering as a, as a Red Sox, a Yankee? He's not even fucking going. You don't think so? Oh, no, he's not going. They, they'll never vote for him. He's not going to go. Him and, him and A-Rod may not never go because of it. They're sticking I think this is what they're going to do. I think steroids are going to become more mainstream in the future, and in those guys' 80s, they're all going to go in. I oh. think they're going to go in because I think you and I will be on some sort of mainstream steroids <laughs> and we'll be, like, jacked in our 70s. Because of these guys, they, they treated themselves like lab rats. Dude, well, the steroids that these guys took in the 70s, like your fucking balls shrunk up. Yeah. yeah you, if you sat next to your wife, she'd start getting, like, a hairy chest. I mean, these things were so fucking intense, <laughs> right? But now they, they've yeah. taken away a lot of the bad side effects. Yeah. And when, when singers hurt their voices, they, they give them a steroid. I'm telling you, yeah. like, they're going to... There's a bunch of that shit. I got a whole bit about that in my act about all these people going in to get plastic surgery now are fucking heroes. They're putting their faces on the line as they fi <laughs> as they figure out how to do this shit. I'm just gonna uh, lay back. That's why I haven't done hair plugs, none of that. Speaking Rogaine of that, we shit. gotta do. We gotta. I'm, I'm waiting for the pill. I'm gonna take the pill. It's probably gonna hurt. You just no. Did you hear yeah. what they said? And it all fucking comes out <laughs> at once. No. Did you did you hear what they said? They what? said that they by accident they just got a pill. That they, they, by accident, they found the cure, and they said within 10 years, there's going to be no male baldness anymore. Yeah, see, that's what I'm waiting ten for. Years. So all these fucking idiots who are dumping this, this That's why I'm using that fucking Rogaine foam right are, now are to fucking come a little bit. Yeah, yeah, trying are to get you? a little bit. Yeah, try, just for a little bit, you know? Because I just, I I just don't like the complete it's... bald and then the beard. You know, the complete bald and then the beard. Um, Dude, that's poison. Your brain is right there. You're out of your mind. Ah, it's right up here. We're going to have a full head of hair in your 80, and what are you going to do with that? No, no, I'm going to hey, keep it ladies. short. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you say it's Eagles. Over. You say Eagles, and who's going for the AFC? You think Eagles Patriots? You're going to give your boys the, the, the nod? Nope. Well, but you I predicted Peyton Manning. I, I, I you said Peyton Manning. You think this may be the beginning. Did you hear what they said yesterday? The beginning one. You said that this neck thing and everything going on you said this could be like the beginning of his downfall did you hear what they said yesterday What's yesterday that? they said they said he may not they said not okay he's still not okay it's not healing like the way they wanted and he's going to miss the opener and they signed Kerry Collins yesterday just because Kerry Collins needs to play because he right. knows the offense so you know that's well, a sad thing because his fucking neck is well, you can't fuck with the neck dude part, you look, can't that's Brady and Peyton Manning are they're, they're in their their the twilight sliding in, no they're sliding into the beginning of the, the final third. Like, I mean, dude, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, those guys, those they're, guys, they're, the beginning. They're, they're the young bucks. Yeah. But actually, like, experience. Roethlisberger? Roethlisberger, yeah, if he can just, you know, yeah, keep the, uh, you know, his need to hug people. How old is Tom Brady? <laughs> oh, good question. He 36? Was, you know, I don't even know. I don't pay, I don't, remember back when I collected football cards, I could tell you that his date. He was born. Uh, I want to say he's he's every bit of thirty five. You got to figure yeah. he was like twenty five. Well, he was like twenty four, twenty five in two thousand one when they first won it. So it's ten years later. So yeah, he's got to be thirty five. I mean, dude, he's the, they, you know it's a big number in sports. Thirty seven. Thirty seven is that tipping point to. Uh, to you start, you know? yeah. And I also think Tom Brady and Peyton Manning hopefully will watch how long uh, Brett Favre hung around. I mean, how awful is it that that's Brett Favre's last play? 
And then how about that? The fact that he like the last memory is him showing his dick and then getting three lawsuits with massage therapists. No, no, that doesn't bug me at all. No, no, it doesn't bug you, but that's what people like. They're not going to remember that. Dude, let me tell you something right now. If I was a quarterback, I would have shown my dick. <laughs> every, they, no, they you just... wouldn't have. Not married with kids. No, you wouldn't have. Not married with kids. With that level of temptation, Paul, <laughs> you're going to walk out of this hotel today, right? <laughs> and you're going to pass 20 women, and they're not even going to look at you. Says imagine, you. Imagine, imagine <laughs> if they're all looking at you, like you know, I'll blow yeah. you. Well, let's let's give the ladies a little credit. Let's say seventeen of them will look at you that way. You think you can handle that level of temptation? I, I day was... in day out, you just had a fucking bad fight, Paul. How many times I gotta tell you not to leave your goddamn shoes in the pantry? <laughs> now go out and get some goddamn orange juice, and then you go out there. <laughs> And then there's this fucking young Philly, the prime uh, of her life, wearing a little sundress. Is it just creepy Brett Favre showing pictures of his fucking dick? He's got a daughter. It's just fucked up. No, it's, what's creepy is the way they just fucking just said he took a picture of his dick. Like there wasn't any sort of texting that led up to it. Like, like he, just, he just sent it to her. He didn't. They were flirting, and then she uh. held on to it. Like the vindictive psycho she was. Oh, uh, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, and then her friend showed it. The whole thing was bullshit. It's all bullshit. Um, all right, so I say uh, Packers, Patriots. You say Eagles, and who? Uh, you know, I don't know in the AFC. Uh, every year they say the Patriots. The Chargers. <laughs> Chargers. Talk about a team that can't get over the hump even with talent. The Chargers. But you know what's funny? They own the Colts. They do they own, the own the Colts. They own the Colts. They own the Colts. You know who else owns the Colts? The Texans own the Colts. There's a few teams the Colts can't beat. Dude, the Colts are in trouble with his neck. They're not going. Oh well, yeah, I mean, they're not going. If he, if he can't, if he can't play, but I think the New York Jets, the New York Jets, Bill's favorite team, Rex Ryan. Listen. That wouldn't surprise me. They, now this, this is it. This, this is, this is. Uh, I think Rex has to do it this year. To maintain credibility, because there's no way he could for go a four-year-old be like, okay, last year I said I really knew, this year I really, really know, and in celebration of that, I got I really, really know on my arm, even though you guys know that I really, really know. Did you hear that dumb shit when he goes, he got the tattoo on his leg, he goes, that's to remind me to believe in myself and everybody knows I have no problem doing that and it's like well then why'd well, you have to get, why'd the you get a tattoo yeah yeah that guy you, so f- yeah that I guy love the, I, I love him and I like I him though him. I, I actually like Rex Ryan because he is on the Jets that's why I hate him I love him because he is a psycho he's an emotional psycho so I totally relate to the guy he's trying but I don't like how he talks all this shit and he never he doesn't get called out on it like I remember yeah. last year when they didn't win this when they lost to the Steelers he goes you know uh, whatever the hell he said, he said, you know, people can criticize us about this, this loss, but they don't have the right. It's like, don't have the right. You talk shit the entire year, you disrespected everybody, and you wrote on the side of a fucking Winnebago, we're winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. If you get criticized, it's because yeah. you've been running your yap, so. But apparently his players love playing for him, dude, and like, they like think they, a lot of No, no, players... they totally, they have totally bought into a system. And then I think last year, the shit talking that, that he did, I think that got into the Patriots' head when they had that 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 first bad series, and and Brady forced that ball in. The Patriots played the rest of that game like they were down twenty one points with with a quarter to go. They yeah. they were in like panic mode, and I think it was because oh my god, not today, not today. We can't 
of any team, we can't lose to these guys. And I think because they talk so much shit, it actually worked, for them. worked in their favor. But I think in the long run, that level of shit talking, it doesn't work because people, they get extra amped up yeah. to play you, and it just wears you down. So I would say this year, okay, the two years ago we said we're going to win it. Last year he said, I know we're going to win it. And this year he says, I really, really know. So I don't know where he's going to go. But it's going to get old if he doesn't do it this year. Yeah, like because he talked all that shit. But you got to give him credit. Only... Two AFC championships in a row is no, fucking. No, you don't. That's, well, that's, I, I, that's... I don't, that, this is why I don't have to give the guy credit. Because you're going to talk all that shit that you're going to win the Super Bowl. And I got to sit there and look at your stupid face every goddamn week as, you, you, as you're doing this fucking media circuit. Your neck jiggle. <laughs> yeah, running your fucking yap. And then in the end of the year. All you did was get to the exact same game you got to the year before, and you fucking lost that one. No, no, no. I, I totally agree so with that, but you got all going to an AFC championship two years in a row means you're winning percentage. You're doing no, something right. Say it right. the right way. You're losing. losing the AFC championship game two years in a fucking row. That's what you did. You know, that's what he did. They fucking beat the Patriots, and one of their players does a backflip like he just won the Super Bowl. Okay? That's one of those yeah. deals where your mind isn't right to win a fucking championship. But you know, it's like the Eagles. They went to four of them. They went to five of them and only won one. And everybody got on Andy Reid. And it's like, how about, how about some of the players not being able to get there, too? Yeah. No, you know, I, Jim, I, Kelly I, going to, Jim Kelly going to the Super Bowl four years in a row, you can't say Marv Levy didn't have the team. Like, right. you got to put some of it on the fucking players. But I will, I will tell you. I how, about will say, how about being a Bills fan? Oh. Uh, Four years in a row, Bill. In a row, like this one. This yeah. is the one. I, I would have to say that barbecue. That, that, that is that is the probably the worst. I'm trying to think what what is it like. Everybody, you know, we we you know we had Bucky. Then we we used to have a bunch of shit, you know. But I, I got to tell you nothing. The reason why I'm not really paying attention to Jets this year was because seriously, the Bruins just won the Stanley Cup. That was and, fucking. And it was just like I'm I'm retired as a fan in a way. It's like, what am I going to do now? Am I going to yeah, sit yeah. there and think that we're going to win all four championships again in the next seven years? What I saw... It was be has, like me has, watching the Knicks. Has, it's never happened. Yeah, it'd be it hasn't like even me. happened in New York with your 65 professional teams. <laughs> New, it's, it's New never, York, never you happened. know when the Knicks won it last? Yeah, 1973. Yeah, I wasn't alive. Yeah. Okay, that Garden, when, it, when they rock and it's bad, when they're a bad team and they do well, the Garden rocks. I couldn't fucking imagine. Dude, Patrick, all, all, the, all New York has... And all they really need is they have the Yankees. The Yankees are the most successful tra- franchise in all four sports. But other than that, dude, you got a bunch of dogs out there. Yeah, but you know what? You don't believe Giants this. are good. Giants you don't, are you good. don't believe this, and I have to disagree with you because you, you don't. Be- New York is a basketball city. It's a basketball town. It really is. It's over baseball. No, no, no. I, I understand. But they just don't fucking. But they just don't fucking. Not at a professional level. They just don't get there. We don't get there, dude. Rucker you know, Park. And all that type of shit, yeah, it's yeah, a basketball no, West City. No, West Fourth, but it's all that shit. It totally is. But as far as the Knicks, right? <laughs> the Knicks, you know. Well, we people, got football, and we're going to do. Been wanting to play the Knicks for uh, for a good decade now. Yeah, no, that's I a, know. It's a good night off for a win. Carmelo Anthony doesn't he just seem like Carmelo Anthony seems like the type of guy that you're like, hey, dude, don't you got a game in an hour? And he's like, oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, I That's, don't know. I, I thought that when I when I've seen a bunch of interviews. I'm sorry. At first, I looked at him. I go, "This guy looks like he smokes weed." And no, like he looks like he just woke up and he's like, "I gotta run to the garden. I gotta let me just go. We'll get. We'll hit that midnight movie." Yeah. <laughs> you know, I we, I we make the game. I will hit that midnight movie. Um. All right. So what I'm gonna do is um, we're gonna do our picks um uh, next uh and then I'm gonna talk about the thing. I'm do you talk about it on yours? I'm gonna talk about it on mine. Uh, obviously, you guys know Bill has a um. 
phenomenal podcast, the Monday morning podcast. Uh, so so listen to that. And uh, also, you got some things to plug. To well, this will be up tonight. Well, no, oh. this won't be up. But oh. you got uh, you just did your fourth Letterman. Sixth. Sixth Letterman. Nice. That's right. How'd it go? Good. Six, just like Jordan. Just like. <laughs> 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 No, uh, uh, how did you, it go? It went great. It went great, and you got um, another. Uh, you were recently on Breaking Bad. Yep, and you did do another one. Uh, episode eleven. Look yep. for my red freckled face. Episode eleven on Breaking Bad. Great show, by the way. Yeah, awesome. Fucking show. that guy. That's that show is pretty intense. Everybody you talk to. And you know what's cool about Breaking Bad? Celebrities are posting up on their twitters. Best show on TV. Like every actors are like on other shows are like Breaking Bad is the best show. So well, that's I've a never gr- seen them. T- like you got to go back. I'm telling you, Paul. Uh, like I'll, I'll fucking buy the box set. That's how fucking good it is. If it's if, if it's out at this point, is just watching them take that main character, and like I've never seen a show just you, he's totally changed from who he is. He's like incrementally getting by by the decisions he's making. Yeah, is not the guy he was, and it's in a very real way. Yeah, like dude, there's so many like shows where. People kill people, and they don't seem affected. Like, uh, you know, like, you're all right. Yeah, I'm all right. And it's kind of like that. Like, you don't see the effect of it. And right. Like, like this show is. I don't. The, the amazing thing about this show is that that level of reality. Then also, it's an unbelievably funny show at the same time. Yeah. There's a ton of fucking humor in it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot all, of comedians in it. Uh, yeah, there is. Yeah. Bob, uh, Bob Orko. Uh, uh, Lavelle Crawford. Lavelle, Lavelle Crawford. Right. Uh, that episode you did where Lavelle Crawford just had to come in and take a shit. And the funny thing is, like, being a comic and just, like, knowing, like, you're, like, acting or thinking about what you have to do, just when he goes, oh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of went, oh, yeah, excuse me. Like, yeah. it was just hilarious that that was it. And he just kind of went upstairs. Uh, no, but that's a that's a great show, too. And you got, where do you got coming up? Um, it'll be in Stress Factory. Stress Factory. And, this uh, weekend. New Brunswick and then my big gig, November 11th that you're yes. on. Yes, Carnegie yes. Hall. Little little gig, little, little gig. gig. Got, uh, and you're going yeah. to be in Cleveland. Uh, yes, I am. Cleveland, November 3rd. Cleveland. Yeah, that's that's a run I'm doing. I'm doing the Hotland. That weekend I got uh, Cleveland, Madison, Wisconsin, and St. Louis, Missouri. Nice. Yeah. So check those dates out on... I'm uh, going to go out and visit the big bone people out there in the Midwest. You ever notice how big the fucking people are out there? Dude. Women are like 6'1". Dude, I was down south and they got a double bacon cheeseburger where the bread is two glazed donuts. And it's like, how fucking fat and irresponsible yeah. do you have to be? And you know what's funny? I, I was talking to this fat dude and I go... How that doesn't seem like it would taste good with the sweet glazed donut on the outside and the burgers on the inside. I swear to God, he leaned forward, he squinted his eyes, he goes, "It's delicious." <laughs> I was yeah. like, "That's fucking disgusting." No, I'm not into that sugar salt thing, man. That's disgusting. I keep it. Uh, no, you can't. Yeah. Segregated. You got it. Like that thing we like ate that in guy DC, from South Carolina. In DC, had waffles. Dude, with- I, no, we fucked up that time. When a chef is, we, me and Paul, this this guy was a, a fan of our comedy and stuff, and he wanted us to come over. He was a chef. So he was bringing out all these different plates of food. Well, no, he was. He knew my manager and was a fan of Bill's comment. He said, "If Paul is, if Paul's opening for Bill and they and, and Bill wants to go in here, they're taken care of." So we go into this fucking place and we're sitting down, and the guy just brought us. What did he do? He just plate after plate after yeah. plate. But what we were supposed to be doing was sampling a little bit, like they do in the Food Network. We were eating all of it, and 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 it was none of it was like you have a waffle. And then, like, a, a dish with, like, spicy shrimp. <laughs> and then it would come back, like, an egg. And you, were, and you were like, dude, is this right? They didn't know. He brought shrimp. 
And then he would literally brought a waffle, then shrimp, waffle, yeah. and then like some kind of noodles, and instead like like two fucking gavones, we fucking eat it eat all. Oh, because I was like, I don't want to waste all this food. He was just bringing a sample of the entire restaurant, and we sat there like an eating contest. I just remember in the end, we were sitting and we were sweating. Oh. We had eaten so much, and it was just. I remember we went to the club, and you were like, "Dude, I fucking feel like you were like my stomach is just like feels like there's a Dude, cement I so, block." I was so fucked up. He came up to me at the end of the show. I didn't even recognize him. <laughs> and I talked to the guy for 45 minutes at the restaurant. My stomach was so fucked up from how much food I ate. That's how much. He was just like, he goes, hey, Bill. And I said, hey, man, thanks for coming out to the show. And he was such a nice guy. He walked out. And then three seconds later, I was going, oh, fuck, that was the chef. So I had to call him back in. And he had already left. It was brutal. So I had to bring him, like, DVDs. Dude, up. that was nice of you, though, because the next day you fucking, you were really bothered by that. And you made sure that you were like, dude, I can't have that guy do that for oh, me. No, 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 and you no. fucking like, you, dude, you were literally that fucking. T- but that, that's how much non gentleman we are that we didn't even sample. We thought we were trying to be nice, but we just fucking scarfed everything. I fucking. was raised not to waste food, so uh, bring a whole waffle <laughs> and fucking uh, shrimp scampi. I'm eating all of it at the same time. Oh man, well, dude, thanks so much again for being here for the second time. Um, check out uh, BillBird.com for all of his upcoming dates. And um, also on Showtime, the uh, the green room, the green room with Paul Perenza, yeah, uh, Paul Perenza, Paul Perenza, and it's on this week. It, it well, by the time this airs, it aired last night, but it'll, it'll be on. Okay, good, good. So definitely check that out, man. Bill's got a ton of stuff going on. I appreciate him being here. Also check out his Monday morning podcast. It's one of the best ones out there. Um, if you want to check me out, I'll be performing August thirty first through September fourth at uh, speaking of Cleveland. And they're bad sports town. I will be in beautiful downtown Cleveland at Hilarity's Comedy Club. Uh, I love that place. Uh, it's a great place. I'm actually yes. going to Indians game by myself against the Athletics. How sad. It's a lonely well, you'll day. You'll find somebody there. You'll find somebody It's there. a lonely day when you're sitting Indians Athletics alone on a fucking... Uh, you got to wrap it up, dude. We're okay. an hour 24. i got to go do a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway... Um, Thanks for listening. Uh, check me out at those dates. And uh, obviously, November 11th, Carnegie Hall. Uh, I'm going Eagles-Jets in the Super Bowl. Eagles-Jets. two sad sacks franchises battle to the death. <laughs> and I got a feeling Rex Ryan's going to be throwing his headphones down at the ground again. All right, you heard it there. I'm picking Eagles. Eagles, you heard, him, you heard him say it. Take care, everybody. Until episode 31, uh, I'm out of here. Thank you.